Welcome to the Property Chit Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Louise Roke, where I talk about everything and anything property. Today I'm talking about multi-offers, because this is something that comes up a lot with uh, buyers. So a buyer goes along and they see a property that they want to buy, and they put in an offer and they get all excited and get all their you know, hopes up. And then they get a phone call to say, uh, from the sales consultant to say that another offer has come in and it's now a multi-offer situation. Basically, I just want to clarify a few points about this because it seems that it's always something that comes up in complaints. And it's basically, I think, because the communication hasn't been clear from the start. And there's nothing more disappointing when you've actually put an offer in on a property. And when I say offer, I mean that you have signed a sale and purchase agreement and it's you know, going to be presented to the vendor or you have sent through the instructions and the sales consultant is just um, signing it up and they're just coming around to see you to get it signed up to present it to the vendor. Now, what buyers have got to keep in mind, and vendors have actually got to keep in mind as well, actually, is that any sales consultant is employed or is contractually um, bound to the person who is paying their commission. And that person typically is a vendor or a seller. The sales consultant is actually working for the seller, for the vendor, to get the best price possible for their property. Ultimately, that is the aim. So buyers have got to be aware of that. The sales consultant is working for the vendor. On saying that, the sales consultant also has a duty of care to treat each buyer in a fair manner. So how do you approach the multi-offer situation? Because, as I said, it is very, very frustrating and disappointing and people get very angry and half of the reason is that it is not explained properly and people end up losing out on properties, frustrated, they don't know what's happened, they feel like the wall's been pulled over their eyes and um, I think it comes down to a lack of process and be a communication problem. So I'm just going to go through this and for those of you who already know about it, it's a matter of um, me telling you to suck eggs, I'm afraid. <laughs> so you might want to switch this one off. So... First of all, when you are thinking about engaging a sales consultant, one of the questions you should probably ask them is, what is your processes and procedures in place in, at your office for a multi-office situation? And the salesperson should be able to actually tell you straight off the bat what processes are in place. So for instance, most offices have a situation where more than one person who wants to purchase a property, this is how it works. Somebody gives the sales consultant details of what they want their offer to be. So it's put on the sale and purchase agreement, all the details, example, they want a building report, a limb, they want finance or whatever, and the days and the conditions. Or it might be that they've done their due diligence and they've got their finance sorted and it might be a cash deal. So whatever the case is, that should be A, a confidential offer. So in other words, 
the sales consultant should not be running around telling anybody else that's interested in purchasing that property what that offer is. So once it's actually signed up by the purchasers, then that is an offer on the property. Before that actually happens, or, or when that actually happens, sort of simultaneously at the same time, one of the processes that good officers, good practice has, is that they send out a message to all the sales consultants in that office and say, there is either strong interest on that property or an offer has come in on that property. If you have any interest, please tell us immediately and then we'll go from there. So in other words, the sales consultants, the other ones in the office, they phone up their buyers and they say, hey, listen, you know how you said you were interested in that property down in Mayfair Street? Well, actually, an offer has come in on it. Here's your chance now. Uh, I want to give you the opportunity to also put in an offer if you wish to do so. If someone from sending that message out, if one of those buyers say, yes, I do want to put an offer in, then usually there is some sort of time frame. Now the main thing about all this is, is that the vendor, the seller, is kept up to date with what is going on. So for instance, the first person who got the offer would ring up the vendor and say to them, listen, I've got an offer for you, and what I've done is I've just told our manager, they've sent out a message to all the other sales consultants, I'll keep you informed, and what is the time that I can meet you to present this offer? Okay, so then the salesperson that just rang the vendor with the offer gets informed that somebody else is writing up an offer. So I suggest that sales consultant again gets on the phone and says to the vendor, look, just a quick update, apparently there is some more interest, you never know, it may go to a multi-offer situation. So let's say that it does go to a multi-offer situation, which means that other person has put in writing an offer on a sale and purchase agreement, and they've signed it, so it is now a multi-offer situation. But there's another form that needs to go with that, and that is a multi-offer acknowledgement form. What it says in essence, and as I said, this is just a generalisation, each office has their own interpretation. It says that you, the purchaser, acknowledge that this is now a multi-offer situation and you are advised to put your best foot forward because you may not get another chance to negotiate with the vendor. So that first person who put the original offer in, once that second offer comes in and is a signed agreement, that first person is informed that there's someone else who has put an offer in and it is now a multi-offer situation. They are also given this buyer acknowledgement form to a multi-offer. Now, the sales consultant should then say to that person, if you wish to change your original offer, now is the time to do so. Quite often, people will change their original offer. They don't have to, it is completely up to them, but it needs to be pointed out that there is someone who has put an offer in, both offers will be presented to the vendor, and if you do wish to change it, now is your time, because you may not get another chance to negotiate with the vendor. Okay, in the same time, once that other offer came in, at the same time as that person 
doing the sale and purchase agreement, they would also be signing a multi-offer situation because they should have been told that there was another offer, an original one that came in. They should have been given a multi-offer acknowledgement form and more or less told, you know, put your best foot forward because you may not get another chance to negotiate with a vendor. The thing that happens then is that there's always a time frame that is a grey area. Obviously we have to give people some time to put in an offer in writing if they are the second person on a multi-offer situation. How long is that time, a lot of people ask? Well, that is the grey area. It is really time, place and circumstance. And of course, a good sales consultant will be advising the vendor of the situation. A good sales consultant will be asking the buyer lots of questions to ascertain exactly what their situation is. Without this information, the vendor can't make decisions. Sometimes they might say, by 5pm tomorrow. Sometimes they might say, till 12pm today. Just depends on the situation. At the end of the day, the sales consultant gets instructions from the vendor. However, a good sales consultant should be asking questions so that the vendor has an informed decision to make. Best practices, if it's two different agents or sales consultants with two different buyers from the same office, then the manager should be presenting the multi-offers separately and going through them clause by clause or bit by bit with the vendor so they have a great understanding about what is actually on the table. Not everything comes down to the price. Sometimes a vendor may wish to um, be moving on a certain date to get to somewhere else. So the settlement date may be very important for the vendor. Or a cash unconditional offer, slightly lower, is obviously worth its weight in gold. There's no time for worrying about if the limb is satisfactory or the building report satisfactory or if indeed the people are going to get their finance. There's all these different scenarios that the manager would go through with the vendor. And unless we have the information about the buyers in this situation, the vendor can't make decisions. Sometimes the vendor will say, no, both of these offers are not satisfactory. Sometimes the vendor will say, go back to the drawing board, I'm not even going to countersign. Sometimes the vendor will say, oh, this one looks great, I'm happy with that, I'll take it. Or sometimes the vendor may say, ah, now I do favour this one, it's not quite there and there's a few changes I want to make, but could you go back and can we negotiate further with this offer here? So it doesn't matter how many multi-offer situations we're talking about, it could be two, or more. But in essence, that is the situation. If you're thinking about putting an offer in on a property, there is always a risk that it could turn into a multi-offer situation. And as I said at the beginning, sales consultants are working for their vendors. So my advice to you is to get your ducks in the row so when you actually see a property that you're really, really keen on, you can go in there 
and you could have done some due diligence already by already reading the limb and getting your lawyer to approve it, by already getting your finance done, so your offer is going to look more attractive. By asking for statistics around the area, so you know roughly what the price is, to go to as many open homes as possible and then find out what that property sold for, so you can get a good idea of what you're prepared to pay and to be organised. That will put you in a much stronger position. So whether you're buying or selling, ask the agent how they handle multi-offer situations because I think that is the main thing, is the communication and the transparency on both sides, whether you're buying or selling a property, need to be very clear so everyone is on the same page because sometimes not everybody's going to be able to win a property. It's as simple as that. You know, if there's a good property that comes up in a suburb that people are really keen on, might be in a particular price um, bracket, whether it be for first-home buyers or whether it be for large families, whatever the case may be, you need to be ready and do your homework. It does take time and effort to actually sell and buy property. So the more information that you can come up with, the better. The other thing I want to touch on is that if a sales consultant says to you, oh, there's another offer on the property, or there has been an offer on the property, you need to actually ask them and clarify with them, and I would suggest to do that in writing. Everything you do should be in writing. Okay, you have a conversation, and then you send an email afterwards to sum up what you've talked about. So everybody is actually, A, accountable for what's being said, and B, that the communication has been clarified. There's nothing more frustrating when you think you've asked somebody a question and you think they've answered that question and then later on they say something and you think, well, that's not what I thought you said. Follow up everything in an email. That's my advice to anybody, whether it be a buyer, a seller or a real estate sales consultant. You've got some backup to say, this is actually what I said to you. And that's all the way through the process of buying and selling a property. One thing just to let you um, leave on is that if somebody says to you, if a sales consultant says to you um, that there was an offer, as I said, or there is an offer on it, or another offer has come in on the property, you need to clarify with them. Do you mean that there is a sale and purchase agreement that has been drawn up with all the clauses in it for the property and has been signed by the purchasers ready to be presented or has been presented to the vendor. So that way everybody is clear because unfortunately I think that some real estate sales consultants aren't quite clear on this either. There was one more point that I forgot to add in there which is if one person says, look, I've decided I'm not going to be involved in a multi-offer situation and I'm withdrawing my offer, the real estate sales consultant is then obliged to go back to the first person and say, listen, the other party who was part of this multi-offer situation has now withdrawn and it is no longer a multi-offer situation. So I need to advise you that. In that instance, 
that first buyer or second buyer, whatever the case may be, third or fourth, they then have their opportunity. Well, actually it would only be if really if there was two buyers and one of them pulled out because otherwise it'd still be a multi-offer. They then have the opportunity to change their offer because quite often in a multi-offer situation, people will put more on the table to secure the property because they've been told it is a multi-offer situation and they want to secure the property. If it is no longer a multi-offer situation, the real estate consultant should be advising the buyers that it is no longer a multi-offer situation and is that offer that is on the table now, is that standing or are you changing it? Quite often people will say, no, prepared to pay that. There's obviously other interest. I want to secure the property, leave it as it is. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Property Chit Chat. Subscribe to hear all our episodes. If you want further information, visit goodtonic.co.nz and hit the Property Chit Chat tab. Till next time, over and out.